Well, hi there, and welcome to my podcast where I invite you to run with me after memories and shape them into stories. On this show, I'll also share samples of my writing and interesting moments from everyday life. I'm your host, Ruru Sig, and you're listening to my podcast, The Story Chaser. Welcome back, folks. This is uh, season two, episode six. It is my 17th recording here on The Story Chaser. 17 weeks I have sat here and shared my thoughts, advice, and bits of my life in written form. Tonight's episode, I want to inspire your ideas, inventions, dreams. If you remember episode one, I talked about falling in love with my announcements and how I coasted on the announcements for way too long. I stated that six years ago, I wanted to do this podcast, which is true. But there's a deeper truth to that. Years ago, I was babysitting. I was 15 years old. And those people had cable television in their house. And the children went to sleep and I turned on the TV and caught a film from beginning to end. That film was called Pump Up the Volume. The idea was the character was silent and shy all day, but came alive behind that microphone at night to be heroic for his classmates who found him on the air. And they were loyal to his disguised voice. This led me into an infatuation for the film. I kept talking about it constantly. I begged my mom to get cable in the house, and she didn't do that, but that following Christmas, I received the VHS copy of the film, which I wore out completely. And years later, I bought the DVD, which I have this ritual. I watch it once a month. I love Pump Up the Volume. I love it. Uh, and I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to take a second here. I'm going to call out into the wild and just say, Christian Slater, if you're listening, be a guest on my podcast, because your performance in that film is the reason I understand my love for this art form. I mean, chase your heroes, folks, you might catch a dream. I don't know. Anyway, let's Let's not put the quarter in me about Pump Up the Volume because I could honestly make the whole episode about it and that's not the intended direction. I have a point, but I'm serious. Christian Slater, all of your work is amazing. That film, uh, it would be an honor if you would, okay. Obviously, I love Pump Up the Volume. That's it. So the episode tonight have ideas and visions, right? They visit your mind, sometimes inconveniently, which I talked about in episode two and three, remember? Do yourself and the world a favor and honor them. Don't let your ideas die on the vine, or worse, travel on to someone else. Another thing I talked about in those episodes, because ideas are alive, And if they don't get nurtured by you, they could move on. Have you ever sat through a show or a movie that you actually thought of years before? Because I have, and it's maddening. 
or pass by a storefront to see the hottest new product displayed in the window and you're in disbelief because that very thing went through your mind weeks, months, or years before? Yeah, it's enough to make you crazy. But you have no one else to blame but yourself if you don't try. I brought up that film at age 15 because I'm about to turn 45 this summer. So age 15 was 30 years ago, 30, right? 30 years ago, I went to bed after watching it and fantasized about having a show like he did in the film. Guys, what if I tried it sooner? I don't know what it could have been. But I'm doing it now. Because I decided that not another day was going to pass that I didn't do it. Start your dream now. Get yourself a small pocket notebook and list the visions as they pass through your mind. Develop your thoughts. Get a plan in motion. Your capabilities haven't even been tapped yet. Believe me. And the first step I suggest taking is list the questions, the fears that stop you. We all have them. I listed mine for the podcast and here it is. What if some members of my family don't like it? What if there are days I don't have any listeners? What if I make mistakes and sound unprofessional? What if I make a fool of myself and embarrass myself? What if I bore people sometimes? What if I get in too deep and I can't organize my thoughts? What if I compare myself to other podcasters and their show is better? And you know what? I can check off each one. I'm serious. They all happened. <laughs> so, uh, like now what? Those fears came true. And I've got news for you. Checking off that list is way less impactful than the haunting regret of never doing it in the first place. And that's a true statement. Okay, so I'm still going forward because this show has a place in the world. I made certain of that. And there's a good list of questions too, an ongoing list after the fact. What if the podcast inspires other people to create their art? What if there are days that I have many listeners, people I know and don't know? What if people start talking with their family and friends about cherished memories and nice moments are created because they listen to the stories from my life? What if people come to my day job and before walking out the door, poke their head over the counter and say, please keep writing. I love your stuff. What if I get emails, texts, and private messages about how much people are loving the show? And guess what? I can check off all of those too. I'm so happy I'm doing the podcast finally, and I want that same happiness for you. So get started. Go get that vision. Make it a reality. I created this podcast to share bits of my upcoming book. But this show is like a tree, and there's branches here, there, going everywhere, and 
One is the hope to wake up your memories too and grow conversations. Another branch is to try this style of performing, sitting at a microphone, sending my voice out there. And another is to inspire listeners to give their ideas, inventions, and dreams a chance to live beyond their minds. I promise to write my book. What promise to yourself are you going to keep today? Feed your dreams. Tonight's piece of writing is a super rough draft, a fictional piece called Addiction. The air wafted what felt like broken glass across Marla's furrowed brow. She had propped herself up in the doorway with her best foot forward to endure the polar vortex, her broken toes inside. It was pointless to actually consider this smoking outside because her addiction was blown directly back into her kitchen. In a way, she was having that cigarette twice. In the lull of dead wind, Marla would remember the moment right before the injury. She saw the floor going from dull to shiny as her dust mop grazed over it and friendly patients waved from their beds. She could still hear the podcast about fulfilling one's destiny louder in her heart than in her ears. The wind picked up again and carried the orange remainder of Marla's cigarette into the next yard over. It instantly disappeared into the snow-covered ground where it would remain until spring. As she placed her crutches back under her arms, she grunted from the sore and chapped pits they created. The journey back to her living room was three times longer than it was yesterday when bones were still intact. Yesterday was an entirely different day until 2.25 p.m., which was the perfect time for a midday snack. Why couldn't the vending machine just drop the cookies? Marla sat and cried, questioning. Through her tears, she was haunted with the memories of her slip-proof work shoe, pounding the front of that machine. The time was ticking away moments of her precious break from work and her absolute need for chocolate. It was the moment when her toes snapped that the bag of cookies finally dropped. Marla was unable to retrieve them because of the lightning heat traveling from her foot up to her mouth where it escaped in one long cry. Marla decided to cheer herself up by scratching off some instant lotto tickets that night. The quarter had to be flipped within her fingers several times to allow the gray dust to fall as she unveiled a series of images. She became excited as their pattern mirrored the big win in the diagram lining the top of the ticket. She only had one square left to scratch. Marla fantasized her future mansion surrounded with rose gardens. She quickly had imaginary conversations with her cleaning staff about how to do their jobs properly, as she once did, a working gal. The answer to all her mounting bills was under that square. She was sure of it. A few scratches would uncover 
three little cherries to complete the pattern and shoot her straight into the greatest life one could hope for. The wind rattled the windows and shook piles of snow from the trees, crashing down, synchronizing to Marla's mad scratching. While propping herself back up on those crutches, she slid another cigarette out of the box and made her way to the back door again. On the coffee table remained a scratch-off ticket, revealing an image of two cherries and a chocolate chip cookie. Well, this is as good a place as any to end this episode. My name is Ruru Sig, and I thank you for listening to The Story Chaser. Remember, there are stories everywhere. The key is to focus in on the little memories to find the bigger moments. My promise to you is that I'll keep chasing those stories. Be well, folks, and go ahead. Have a wonderful life.